0: Lesson number 36, compassion is one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give to yourself and to others. Compassion, my understanding of that is just a deep sense of understanding. Hey friend, you're listening to the Cup of Chels podcast and I'm your host, Chelsea Holden. You can think of this like your weekly coffee catch-up with your best friend and spiritual running buddy who just so happens to be your life coach. Each week, I'll share inspiring tools and techniques for spiritual growth and self-development mixed with personal stories from my own journey and awakening. Between podcasting, life coaching, speaking and writing, I'm laying it all out on the table. Seriously, I'm an open book, and I believe that it's the sharing of our stories that truly connects us. And in these connections, we are reminded of our truth, which is we are deeply loved and supported. And it's my mission in life to do just that. And because I'm forever curious about others, their practices, what tools they're using, their own journey, I'll be bringing on some kick-ass guests for thought-provoking conversations you definitely don't wanna miss. So be sure to hit that subscribe button. Now, if you're ready to transform and co-create the life of your dreams, then you're in the right spot. Now, grab a cup of coffee and get me one while you're at it. Let's get comfy and dive into today's show. I am back home in my home office slash master bedroom. There's Marley. (laughs) Um, You can't see her, obviously, if you're just listening to me, but... I will have this also on YouTube, on the video, and welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Cup of Chelsea podcast. You are listening to the final part, part four, in the series of 40 Lessons in 40 Years. This has been so fun for me to do, and I hope and desire that you have gained so much knowledge from this as well. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump right in. We have Seven more lessons to go through and let's just get into it. Thank you so much for being here. I know that you have a million other things that you could be doing with your time, but just the fact that you are here and just the fact that you are making this a priority for you to take time out, to listen, you are setting the intention for major growth, for major evolution in your life, and I couldn't be more excited for you. So part four, 40 lessons in 40 years, we are on lesson number 34. Lesson number 34, make time every single day to quiet your mind. Wow. This couldn't be more true for me right now than ever before in my life. I did the 21-day meditation challenge with Gabby Bernstein. She runs it every year starting in August, and it is so fantastic, not only because it's a challenge, and of course, it's like so great to complete a challenge and check those things off your list, but the intention behind it, at least for me is to really take that time and make that time every single day to quiet my mind, to get still, and to just be, to truly just be. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time that you did this? Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be in meditation in the way that you think meditation might look, sitting quietly in a room, fingertips, cross-legged, um, having to do a certain breathing pattern, it could simply be you going on a walk outside without listening to anything, just letting your thoughts kind of come in and out without giving them any meaning. It could be that you're in your car and maybe you're not listening to anything either, Or maybe you just have some subtle, soft music in the background to really focus on. But it's time for yourself to be intentional and to quiet your mind, to quiet those thoughts, to remove any judgment from those thoughts, and to literally detach from the meanings that you're giving these thoughts. This lesson alone will transform your life. Making time every day to quiet your mind, will change your life. There is no question about it. Everybody that is successful in their life that I know, every mentor that I have, they do this. They set aside time. They put it in their calendar. They are just so in the habit of doing it that they don't need to put it in their calendar. For me, it is in my mornings. It's in my rise technique that I teach For me, this quieting of the mind is my inner work. This is when I connect back to myself, when I connect back to spirit, when I slow down, when I get centered, when I become grounded. And it allows me to truly listen for the answers to the questions that I'm asking. And that can be from anything, questions about myself, questions about my life, questions about my business, who do I serve? What is the next offering that I'm going to create? You know, um, how can I best show up in the world? There is so many questions that we have, but unless we are intentional about making time to quiet our mind, it's going to be really hard for us to listen to the answers and to trust the answers. And when we're not trusting of ourselves in our own answers, guess what? We're seeking external validation. We're seeking external help. And we're asking somebody else to tell us what to do, to tell us how to live. And truly, we have all of those answers within ourselves. And this brings me to lesson number 35. There are no mistakes. Only lessons. (sighs) For me, this is mind-blowing. Once I started to really embody this truth, I always felt like I was going to make a mistake, like I was going to mess up. Like, no matter what I did, something could go wrong, I could mess something up, I could fail. But what if, as opposed to looking at decisions as either good or bad, making a mistake doing the right thing, failing, what if instead you looked at every decision, all the moments in life as lessons? Because if you are constantly learning from the choices that you make, whether they are quote unquote good or bad, you can never fail. And then success is inevitable And then so really, there are no mistakes. Because each choice you make takes you just down a different path. That path is a possibility for outcomes to happen in your life. And if you are of the same belief that I am, that there are limitless possibilities, then there really is no mistakes that you can make. As long as you have the perspective to look at these things in your life as lessons. What can I learn from this? And again, as I said in lesson 34, detach from the meaning of it. That needs to be like the bonus lesson, which I'll get into at the end then. We'll just throw it in at the end, why not? <laughs> so lesson 35, there are no mistakes. There are only lessons to be learned. This is such a core lesson for you to really start feeling on for you to really start loving on don't try to think about it too much right that's where we get into the crazy situations that we find ourselves in is because we overthink everything we are caught up in so much fear that we're going to make a wrong choice and we're going to make a wrong decision says who says you says somebody else that isn't living your life. So if instead you refrain from looking at things as a possible mistake, and if instead you say, whatever happens, there will be a learning from this, you cannot fail. And success is inevitable in every area of your life. Every area of your life. So it's such a beautiful lesson. Lesson number 36. Compassion is one one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give to yourself and to others. To truly have compassion. Compassion, my understanding of that is just a deep sense of understanding others, of understanding yourself. Compassion is without judgment. When we have compassion for others, we can look at them with such loving kindness and remove the judgment because judgment, you know, kind of ties into lesson number 35. Judgment is about making something right and making something wrong. And just because it may be right or wrong for you does not mean that it's right or wrong for somebody else. And we also don't know everybody's full story. Even if they're our partner, even if they're our spouse or our best friend, we can't possibly know their full story. So, extending this compassion is such a beautiful gift. And it starts with learning to have this compassion for yourself, learning to look in and look at your past without this judgment and just extending that loving kindness to to maybe who you used to be, to maybe who you're evolving from, and extending compassion and having so much love and reverence for all the choices that you made because it got you to where you are today. And when you start to build that compassion and remove that judgment on yourself, it naturally flows to everybody else around you. Now, it may be difficult for you, especially if it is somebody or something that triggers you, it may be difficult to have compassion at first. But I'm going to empower you to try to see this person or see this experience or this event or the circumstance. See it with new eyes. With eyes of loving kindness. Do your best to remove the judgment and act as if you've never met this person before. You've never been in this situation before. And Ask yourself, what would love do here? That is compassion. What would love do in this situation? How would love look at this person? How would love treat this person right now? Have as much compassion as you can. And let it build. Let it build over time. But I would say the best place to start is with yourself. Start with you. It all starts with you. Always. Such a good one. Just taking a moment to take that in. Hmm. All right. Lesson number 37. This is the core of everything for me. This is the core of my life, the core of my business. And it is this create more rituals in your life. Create more rituals in your life, my gosh, and have so much fun doing this. And I call it rituals because to me that is more sacred than just a routine, than just a morning routine. And routine to me feels forced. It feels the meaning I give routine is something I have to do. A ritual, the meaning I give a ritual is something I get to do. My morning rituals are so sacred for me. My evening rituals are so sacred for me. Do I get it perfect every day? No. But I do them. And I have rituals throughout little moments of the day. And you do too, whether or not you recognize it. Maybe it's how you make your coffee every day. Maybe it's how you get into the car and what music you listen to when you're driving. Maybe it's how you get ready in the morning. Maybe it's how you get ready for bed at night, how you tuck your kids in, how you conduct yourself with your clients. Maybe it's something that you do before you get on, you know, before you have a meeting, before you get on a Zoom call. What are these little moments in your life that feel sacred to you? And how can you expand on those? How can you create more of those in your life? What brings you the ultimate joy in your life? And if you don't know the answer to that question, I invite you to go back to lesson number 34 and learn to quiet your mind every day. That can be a ritual in and of itself that you get to do every day. And then the things that bring you joy and the things that light you up will start to be revealed and unfold over time. And you'll be able to create more rituals. And then you'll start to notice that the foundation in your life is getting really solid and that life starts to feel really good and really easy. And that's a beautiful thing. Keep going in that direction. The path of least resistance is how you are able to unlock your magic. And for me, rituals, having them, that sacred moment with myself. And again, it can be as simple as how you make your coffee, how you drink your coffee. It could be as simple as making your bed every day so that when you get in it at night, it feels luxurious, It feels so inviting. It lets you have the most rest in the evening. So play around with this one, right? Ask yourself, what sounds fun? What sounds exciting that I can do to create another ritual or create a ritual for the first time in my life? I invite you to ask yourself the meanings that you're giving maybe your routines and how can you spice it up a little bit? how can you make it more sacred? So that was lesson number 37. On to lesson number 38. Let your freak flag fly, baby. Let it fly. This is what makes you unique. And this is what makes your uniqueness shine. This is how you stand out. In the world, this is how you show up fully and authentically. Let your freak flag fly. Why the fuck are you holding back? (laughs) Seriously. Because you're concerned what other people think? Are they living your life? Long pause for dramatic effect there. (laughs) Truly think about this. What is keeping you from showing up so big in your life? What is keeping you from expressing yourself fully? Maybe it's in the way you dress. Maybe it's in the way you dance around the house. Maybe it's in the way that you decorate your place. We all have a little weirdness in us. We all have a little freak in us. We all have a little goofball, the nerd, the everything. All these different archetypes live within us. Let it out. We're made to live in full expression of who we are wholly in this life. W-H-O-L. Wholly in this life. And if we're shying away from that one part of us, if we're hiding this certain area of who we are, we're not giving others the opportunity to fully love us. And guess what? If you are afraid to fly that flag, if you are afraid to let your full uniqueness come out, you're depriving others of the full expression of who you are. And that's sad. And the more you start to have compassion with yourself and the more you start to remove judgment of yourself, you start to remove it from others, the more that this uniqueness in you gets to blossom and come in full bloom. And baby, that is such a magical place to be. It's such a magical place to be. You know, I used to always say when I was younger that I didn't care what people think, but I did. And yes, there are times when I still do care what people think. But at the end of the day, it's my life. It's my decision to show up or not show up. It's my choice to dim my light or illuminate the world. It's my choice to keep my voice silent or to turn the fucking volume up. This is your life. Your life. This is your life. And you only get this shot right now in this lifetime. You only get this shot. Let it all out. Let it all out. What you might consider the good, the bad, and the ugly there's so much beauty in that. I don't know about you, but when I see other people show up in their full expression, it empowers me. It feels like somebody gave me a permission slip to do the same. And my freak flag does not look like anybody else's. And it doesn't have to. It's not supposed to. So what is it that makes you unique? What is it that makes you special? What are your quirks? What are the different archetypes that want to come out of their shell? and Come out of your shell. Stop depriving your soul living fully. Stop depriving the world of your unique gifts. There's so many beautiful, juicy gifts inside of those different parts of you. Imagine what could happen if you showed up big. Imagine what life would feel like for you to show up in your full expression. (sighs) Watch out, world. Watch out. Mama's coming home. (laughs) I mean, my God, that is so freeing. It's so liberating. It's like unleashed. It's wild. And you can let this freak flag fly and still be yourself. In fact, you'll be more yourself. And the people that don't stay, and the people that that triggers, or the people that that turns off, or the people that have something to say about it in a negative way, guess what? They're not your people. And that's okay. We are not for everybody. And everybody is not for us. That's just the truth. And that's okay. But even if somebody isn't for us, and even if we're not for somebody, we still can have compassion and we can still extend love to them. That's it. I'm so curious to see what what this lesson alone, how that empowers you. Let it out. When I told myself at the beginning of this year that I was done playing small. I was done playing small. Everything shifted. I showed up big inside of my coaching certification program. I made myself known. I brought my full energy into things. And to be clear, that energy is different from moment to moment. But consistently overall, I knew that when I showed up big, I got more out of it. By staying small and hiding in the background and not using my voice. I would have missed out on so many connections. I would have missed out on so many opportunities that have expanded the way that I think and expanded the way that I show up and expanded the people and opportunities that are magnetized to me now. You're listening to this or watching me right now because of this lesson because I stopped caring what other people think. And I started living life on my terms in all of my expression fully. And again, it's such a freeing feeling and I want that feeling for all of you. I want it for all of you. (sighs) Such a good one. (laughs) Lesson number 38. Your, I'm sorry, lesson number 39. <laughs> I, think, I think I switched them up on my list here. So this is lesson number 39. We just did lesson number 38. So lesson number 39. Your healing, the healing work that you do or have been thinking about doing, your healing is not just for you. Your healing is for your ancestors, is for your lineage, for past lives, if you believe in that, and your healing affects your future and affects the people around you right now in this moment. When I work with clients, a lot of this work is healing work that we do. And even if they may not realize that in the moment when we're through with our sessions or with our programs, they're different. They've changed. They feel lighter. It's because of the work. It's because of the healing. Don't underestimate making time to do the healing work. If you feel stuck in your life, if you feel blocked in your business, if things are not happening and things feel forced and it feels like a struggle, there probably needs to be some healing in there. And my God, this world is full of amazing healers. In fact, I've just spent the last hour and a half with a few healers here in my community. Women doing amazing work in the world because it's their gift, it's who they are. You listening to this right now, you conceptually understanding the things that I'm telling you but also internalizing them as well. You integrating these lessons into your life. That is part of your healing journey. And I invite you, I empower you to continue on that. Have fun with this too. Healing work may bring some discomfort. But it's momentary discomfort for a lifetime full of freedom. And again, it's not just for you. This is for your ancestors. This is for your parents that didn't do the healing work. For your grandparents that didn't do the healing work. This is for your kiddos. By you making that choice right now to better yourself, to better your circumstances, to better your life, To do the work, to commit to loving yourself deeply, to commit to this self love journey, to commit to developing your skills, to uncovering your gifts, to tapping into your inner child, to consoling her, to letting yourself feel whatever emotions come up, to removing judgment, to extending compassion to yourself and to others, to letting your freak flag fly. All of this, all of this is healing. Taking time to quiet your mind. There's healing in that. So do the healing work for you. And also know that it's benefiting everybody around you. Both in your immediate reality, in your future reality, and in your past. Talk about life-changing stuff. Healing work is where it's at. And if you need recommendations on healers, please reach out to me. Please reach out to me. I have such an amazing network of healers that I would love to connect you with. From everything from, from, Oh my gosh! Chakra healing to card reading to um, what else? What else? What else? Massage therapists, you know, if you're local, um, to sound healing to breath work, color therapy. There's so much, so so many different healing modalities that you can tap into. And if that feels overwhelming, then I just invite you to go back to lesson number 34, make time every single day to quiet your mind. That is healing in and of itself. But doing the work and pushing past the momentary discomfort will give you a lifetime of comfort, will give you a lifetime beyond your wildest dreams. It takes a lot of bravery to heal yourself. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to look at what is standing in front of you and your dreams and knowing that this may be uncomfortable for a little while and knowing that you may dredge up some shit, but you're willing to walk through the muck because you know on the other side is the most beautiful, luscious garden. On the other side is all of your abundance. On the other side is even more creativity than you ever could have imagined. On the other side is success. On the other side is fulfillment. Knowing that, healing works a piece of cake. It's a piece of cake. Again, If you need more help in this area, if you need to be connected with somebody, just shoot me a DM over on Instagram at the Chelsea Holden, and I'll be happy to connect you with endless resources, seriously. All right. And that brings us to the final lesson, lesson number 40. This is something that I want you to think about. And I want to leave you with this. But before I dive in dive into lesson number forty, something that I kept touching on earlier, and something that has been coming through a lot for me, and a message I feel like I need to share with you is throughout your day and throughout your life, you know and I hit on it when we're looking at others or when we're looking at situations and the different circumstances that we may find ourselves in, I want you to ask yourself what meaning you are giving that situation. That comment that somebody said to you. The way that somebody looked at you. A quote unquote mistake that you made. Remember, there are no mistakes, only lessons. What meaning are you giving it? If your partner or your best friend makes a snide remark or they're short with you, on a day. Trust me, I've been through this. (laughs) And you internalize that. And you think that, well, they must be mad at me. And then you start going down that negative spiral. What did I do? Did I say something? Oh my gosh. Or maybe the opposite, like, (laughs) They're being a total jerk right now. Well, screw them. I'm not going to call them. I'm not going to reach back out to them. You know, whatever the case may be, you're attaching meaning to somebody else's attitude. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know if maybe they were just in an argument. You don't know if they just got some really bad news. And when we start to internalize it and we start to make it mean something negative, instead of looking at it through the lens of love, that meaning holds so much power and we give that power away. But the beauty is you are the one in control of attaching the meaning to that thing, person, or circumstance. So really asking yourself, this is a bonus lesson, really asking yourself, what meaning am I giving this? Or what am I making this mean about myself? If I messed up, right? There are my air quotes again for those of you listening to me. What am I making that mean about myself? That I'm a failure? That I suck at life? that I'm just not a good business person, I may as well not be an entrepreneur, give up on this dream, do you see how that can escalate down in the wrong way? But instead, if we were to incorporate lesson number 35, that there are no mistakes, that there are only lessons, we can attach a different meaning to it. Something didn't go the way that we planned. Maybe we had a goal in mind to leave our nine-to-five, to to make this side gig or the real deal, and we didn't hit the time frame that we put on it, what meaning are you attaching to that about yourself? If you're telling yourself, if you're making it mean that you're a failure, do you really think that that's going to get you where you want to go? Would it be better to have a different meaning attached to that? Well, that just maybe this just means that it's not the right time. Maybe this just means that I'm haven't learned enough yet. Maybe this just means that something even more exciting is around the corner. Maybe this means that my patience needs to build. What meaning are you giving things? What meaning are you giving about yourself? Such a fun question to ask. It's a really in-depth question and it's a really good question to journal on too. So bonus lesson. Now we're going to wrap it up in a big pretty bow. Lesson number 40. And this is where I want to leave you today. And this is something I really want you to think about. I empower you to get home or your favorite coffee shop or whatever, pull out your journal and just really have some heartfelt thought into this and let your pen just kind of free flow right or maybe take a voice memo on this. But I want you to ask yourself, what is the legacy that you're leaving for this world? Because lesson number 40 is this. When we die, the legacy that we leave is how we make others feel. The legacy that I'm leaving when my physical body is no longer Is how I make other people feel. And my desire is to make other people feel loved, to make other people feel supported, to make other people feel connected, and to empower them. How are you making other people feel? This is your legacy. And you do this not with just your words. You do this in how you show up in the world. Because remember, our vibes, the energy that we put out into the world, says way more than words ever can. This morning I was at a networking event. And I knew that because of all this work that I do, because I took time to prepare, that I was going to emit the most beautiful, magical, loving energy that I possibly could. And I knew that it wouldn't matter what I said, but that I would make connections, and I did. I did. I made several connections with other women, too, who I am super excited about following up with to get brainstorming on some ways that we can work with and support one another. And I didn't have to effort for it. I know that I made an impression, and that is part of my legacy, So what legacy are you leaving the world? What legacy are you leaving for your family, for your friends, for strangers? People will remember how you made them feel. That's what they're going to carry through. They may forget what you said, and I think, what is it, Maya Angelou, maybe? That's a quote of hers. I'm going to butcher it, so I'm not even going to go there. But people will forget the things that you said, most likely. But the way that you made them feel, that is what they're going to carry through. That is how they're going to remember you because that is the legacy that you leave. So with that, we are wrapped up on 40 Lessons in 40 Years. I am dying to know what you thought about these lessons. I'm dying to know what your takeaway was from today's show. If you haven't heard part one through three, I invite you to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, go back listen to the other ones, share with me in real time, take a screenshot, let me know you're listening on Instagram, tag me at the Chelsea Holden. You can use the hashtag Cup of #cupofchels or Cup of Chels podcast. And I just want to hear from you. I want to know how these lessons that I share with you, how they make you feel. I would love to know, my heart desires to know, what it is that you are leaving this world with too. So when you've had time to journal out on the last lesson, I would love to know what came through for you. And I would also love to know how else I can support you. So there are several ways that you can work with me if you desire to take this self-development a step further beyond just the podcast. And I invite you to connect with me on Instagram. That is where I hang out all the time. I love it there. It's my jam. So at the Chelsea Holden, it'll be in the show notes. You can grab it there. Connect with me and let me know that you want to work with me. I've got some new exciting stuff rolling out at the end of the year. And just to share with you right now, I have two spots left for September one-on-one coaching. This is a four-figure, a high four-figure investment in yourself because we literally collapse time, we make quantum shifts, we heal, we plan it out, we can coach around your life, we can coach around your business, we can do both simultaneously, we work on the energetics Of your life and your business. We work on your rituals so that you can lay a solid foundation. It's such an intimate experience and it is custom tailored to each of my clients individually. So that's why it is the higher ticket price in the high four figures. And it is a three-month program for right now. And these programs will continue to evolve as I do because that's just the name of the game. So, of course, the prices will increase as well as that comes with that comes with it. Um, so one-on-one, I've got two spots left. If you are curious about that at all, shoot me a DM over on Instagram. You can also go to my website, chelseaholden.com, and there is several buttons in there where you can just click. Book, book a call now. I forget what it says on there. Maybe let's make magic happen, something along those lines. Um, and you can just pop in my calendar and we can set up a, a free 30 minute clarity call to kind of see where you're at, see if we'd be a good fit to work together. So I invite you to do that if that feels like something you're called to. Another way to work with me right now is to attend my in-person self-love sessions. Oh, so excited about these. This is a brand new offering. I am doing in-person workshops and I cannot wait. I'm so stoked. Um, that link is up already inside on my website. You can register for that. It is happening here in the Houston area. And honestly, I see this expanding out to be a virtual event that you can attend as well. For right now, it's just in person. This will be once a month on the third Thursday of every month at the Renewal Center in Tomball, right on Main Street. Um, We're going to be doing it downstairs in the cafe. They start at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. You must register for the event. Half of the proceeds go back to the Renewal Center because they do some amazing work in the world. And this is a way for me to give back to my community, this community that has loved me in this community that has built me. I I desperately want to give back and this is such a great way for me to be able to do that. And also you get to have a fun workshop. So the next one coming up is going to be September. 16th. This is the start of the self-love sessions. And the topic for the September 16th workshop is building confidence. And we're going to talk about the three C's of confidence building. So I cannot wait. If you want more info on that, again, just reach out to me on Instagram or visit my website and you can purchase it right there. Um, secure your spot. The seats are limited because it is an in-person event. So <clears throat> Other than that, right now, you can just continue to listen to the podcast, check my website. It's going to be updated probably in the next week or so to include an events page too, because I will have more in-person events coming up. Plus my group program is evolving as well. I will be having more lives coming at you soon, more masterclasses coming. I can't wait. I'm back in action. I'm so stoked that you're here. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I love you. As you can tell, I'm super passionate about this work. I'm super passionate about your growth and your evolution. And I'm super passionate about connecting you back to the love and support that is always available to us. So with that, I leave you. I love you. Until next time, adios, my friends. Awesome. That was so much fun. I don't know about you, but I had such a blast. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Cup of Chelsea and I am so freaking thankful that you're here and that you've decided to spend this time with me and listen in. I know you've got a lot of choices out there, so thank you from the bottom of my heart. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know it would be a great listen for somebody else, please don't keep me a secret.